Welcome to Classroom Crush. I'm Rebecca and this is my show and by now you're a fan. You're a fan of me and my content. <laughs> if not, if this is the first time listening, that's okay. Here's what it is. It's me and I'm talking to people about their crushes from when they were little and these are real people. We're not talking no Aaron Carter. Though I would love to talk Aaron Carter. When he was in that Lizzie McGuire episode, oh my god. I don't think you're familiar. You're not familiar? I'm not familiar. Ugh, man, it was good. I used to, fant- I just said that we weren't going to talk about Aaron Carter, but now I'm just going to say this. I used to have like- Everyone's a- <laughs> talking about Aaron Carter. <laughs> what are you talking about? I had this like real daydream fantasy where um, I was, this is fucked up. I was either like his backup dancer and we like fell in love, you know? Because um, I was like, that's what I'm going to be is a backup dancer. Yeah. Um, I realized later I'm a star and I need to be center right. stage. <laughs> Aim low. <laughs> yeah. Or I was like, <laughs> this is fucked up. I was like his stepsister and we were really close. But then like later. Oh, my God. Later, like our parents broke up and I was like, I've actually always loved you. Was that? That's like just like a bad porn. Yeah. No, plot. It's, it's not good. It's not good. Anyways, we don't talk about Aaron Carter. We talk about real people. And Your bef- only way to access Aaron Carter's heart was either like Damn. him clearly manipulating you as a lower employee yeah. or incest. Yeah. All right. That's what the movies have taught me. I don't think that's how yes. anyone else fantasized well, about him. Well, we'll find out. Hey, tweet me. Let me know what you think. Um, okay. There's a couple things I need to talk about. Last week... Um, I talked about how I was going to hang out with Sam Fragoso, past guest of the podcast, past person that I've kissed, um, host of Talk Easy, the podcast. Uh, and I made it seem like, oh yeah, we're probably going to hook up or something. But I was also like, I don't know if we're going to have sex because I don't want to have sex necessarily because I don't want to be sad. Um, when he leaves. <laughs> um, I don't want to have sex because I don't want to be sad. A classic, right? <laughs> um, okay, so we were going to get drinks that night, um, that like next night, but then he had to go like visit family or whatever. So he was like, how about we get breakfast? And I was like, okay, I have work. And then I got work covered so we could go get breakfast. And I was like, that's chill. That's fine. Um, so we like got breakfast and then it was like really cold. So he came over to my apartment and I was and I was like, uh, I don't know what I wanted to happen. I think I at least wanted to like make out or something because like it's been a long time since I've Frenched. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I think because we talked on our episode about like like very vulnerably, very intensely about like how I was really sad after we hooked up and he like, had to go back to L.A., like which was literally a year ago. And I think that kind of psyched him out even more where he was like, he literally said at one point, he was like, well, I don't want you to be sad. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, yes, I agree. I don't want to fully have sex with you, but like, you know, something in between would be nice. Um, it's like fine. Just like being his backup dancer. That yeah, would be nice. yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it's probably better than nothing happened. Um, but he definitely did like, when he told me he was coming in town, it was a long distance booty call, like for sure. Like, it was very much that like... That is a fucking very... Lo- oh, can we swear? Oh, yes. Oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That is, like, such a long booty call, isn't it? Mm. It's, like, cross-continental. Yeah, I think it was kind of like we had this understanding that, like, when we w- did see each other, we would probably hook up and have fun, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I think it's just that I need to stop making the joke where I yell at boys, stop trying to have sex with me, <laughs> which is what I do a lot lately when I yeah. don't want to have sex. But I think that makes them think that I don't even want anything, which understandable, understandable. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what those words mean. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, so nothing <laughs> happened. I, I, I feel like I, I wish I had a better story for everyone, but nothing uh, happened. We were on the couch and it was like there was some little like body language couch. things that I was like, ooh, maybe. Um, and and then he left and goodbye, Sam Fragoso. Listen to that episode if you haven't. It's really intense. How many? Ooh. Tell me about the couch. Tell you about the couch. It's long. <laughs> it's long. And were you at opposing ends of it? Um, sort of, but we're both tall, so like legs were touching. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but he did have to keep getting up because his, he was charging his phone and he had to check his that's phone that's the thing like, about okay. tall people tall mm. people are oh. inherently just flirting with everyone all the time because <laughs> yeah. our limbs are just everywhere yeah um it was it felt good no it was it, i feel like it wasn't more physical contact than i get from like my physical therapist twice a week you know <laughs> <laughs> who's also tall he's actually pretty short i should not talk about him though because they all know that I have a podcast yeah. now and it's like very easy to, a to access they yeah. have my first and last name. Um, anyways, um, there's one more thing I want to do before we get into this episode. And that is, I have been asking people to rate and review the podcast and give me their crush story as a way to entice them to rate and review my podcast. So I got one. Finally, um, I got a new one and I just want to read it real quick. It says longest review ever five stars. It's not that long. Okay, this is what this podcast says. This podcast, oh no, not podcast, review. <laughs> this is what this review says. Here we go. This podcast is the best because Rebecca and her guests will remind you that you're not alone with all your awkward encounters towards people you find sexy and wonderful. Sometimes we forget everyone has had an, um, okay, this is going to be really embarrassing. This is me not reading the review. <laughs> What's the right way to say unrequited? Unrequ oh. oh, man. That's totally a word that I also have <laughs> used all the time, and you're actually making me realize I've never heard I it. think I always I'm said I'm almost un positive that it's unrequited. That's what I think I've always said, too, and then I think I it might like be wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and for, for, like, my podcast, I should know how to say that word. Yeah, I mean... Should we look it up right now? <laughs> it'd be good if you did this podcast and you didn't know how to pronounce the word crush. You're always <laughs> like, crusade. Okay. No one corrects you. Wait. <laughs> Zero <laughs> stars. Okay, okay. Unrequited. Unrequited. Yeah. Okay, I've said it right. Okay, good. How can we trust that guy, though? I don't know. Who, who was that? Did <laughs> you just call someone and my they dad. just said, unrequited? That was your dad? Yeah. No, your very was, young dad. That was my weakest link, like, lifeline. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, sometimes we forget everyone has had an unrequited love, an, encounter, an awkward encounter, and this podcast helps remind you you're not alone in your cringiest moments. Thank you. Now my classroom crush story for the podcast as requested. Augusto was a boy I had a crush on in 10th grade. One day he let me borrow his sweater and I paraded around school with it for a week before he asked for it back. In my dazed romantic state, I thought it would be an amazing idea to drench it in my signature Juicy Couture perfume scent so he could think of me while smelling it. Once oh I God. gave it back, I got a bombardment of texts asking me why his sweater smells like perfume and if I sprayed it. In pure panic, I denied it. His friends teased me for weeks about it while I kept denying it. Needless to say, 
That crush didn't work out and I stopped wearing that perfume. This is the grand premiere of my smelly secret and I'm debating on whether writing him, it's been eight years, to finally <laughs> admit to it. <laughs> it's been eight years. Yeah. Our child is seven <laughs> and still smells and like juicy. Smells. What it's if? drenched in the stuff. What if? Could you get a child? Is there some way that you could through either the act of intercourse or Ooh. genetic manipulation to get a child to come out smelling like smelling Calvin like Klein something? number five or that's something. That's the future, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the future, baby. That, that's the future, baby. <laughs> and his name is Tom. Um, <laughs> P.S. In the last episode, you mentioned how terrified you are of phantoms. How could you forget phantoms were a mascot of our high school? The irony, haha. This is someone from my high school. Oh, really? I know who Augusto is. Oh, my God. <gasps> who is this? Boom House TSB. <laughs> Wait, I feel like, was this my friend? This maybe sounds vaguely familiar, or I'm just making that up. But I know who that person is. He was totally hot, and he just recently followed me on Instagram for some reason. Totally hot. He was Why really was hot. Why was Boom House TSB... I love that story, first of <laughs> all, was Boom good. House TSB. But also, why were they trying so hard? Like, <gasps> Don't be rude. This is what this podcast is about. No, I'm not saying that in like a judgmental way. I'm saying no. that in a like, well, they were in high school. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. But that's a big deal, a sweater. I mean, it's almost chemical warfare. Like, it's borderline <laughs> Saddam Hussein. This is not the first time a like, sweater story has happened, though. Like, if you are fucking yeah. lending a sweater out... You are like give. It looks like you're giving your heart on a platter. Oh yeah, you know? sweaters are absolutely the um, the love garment. Yeah, because they're warm and enveloping. I really all I want is to like be like the the sad woman in the movie who like gets a sweater and smells it and closes her eyes. Yeah, and then, and she thinks of him. And I I made fun of this. Juicy. <laughs> I I think I did a tweet about this at some point, or I tweet or, or I like made fun of this. I was like, does that ever happen? Has anyone in their lives ever done that? And everyone's like. Yeah, like yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I've never felt love. Awesome. Like, ah. <laughs> anyways, this is Brian Bennett. I'm Brian Bennett. I don't know why I'm screaming. Ah. <laughs> oh no! Wait, let me tell them who you are. You're funny podcast. You're you're not a podcast boy. You I'm a, a funny podcast. <laughs> you're a funny comedy boy in the city of Chicago. Um, you're doing a show tonight, which yeah. they will not know about because yeah. it'll be next week. <laughs> let's let's, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So who are you telling me about today? I'm telling you about a uh, senior year of high school story. Same. Right? Yes. A uh, big transitional. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the like cliche John Green. Uh, yeah. Like big love. Well, because it's co it's coming of age, and it's also just like yeah, coming from masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. totally coming of age. <laughs> you just turn eighteen, and you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. So who, where do we start? What are we uh, what are we calling this person? Because we're using okay. Eight, so eight I have names, right? uh, this is a love triangle story. I love it. Yes, the best instrument. Yeah, the triangle. Um, <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> we've got uh, we've got Annie is uh, one. And then I'm trying to name the other person, and I, I, all I have right now is Goldie. Because <laughs> of blonde hair? No, it's a man's name. Oh. I don't think that's right. What? Wait. What should I call this man? This man should be named Hunter. Hunter. Yes. I don't know what this man's essence is. That so. shows our, like, our ideas of men. Is <laughs> I was like, Goldie. And you were like, Hunter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... 
I went to a ca- an all boys Catholic high school. Very and so hot. The, yeah. Very hot. <laughs> uh, very confusing. Very steamy. Uh, and we only knew women essentially. Is that should you call them women uh, when they're like seventeen? No, you could call them girls. I don't know, chicks. Yeah, chicks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we only hot knew some babes. Chicks. You could only meet hot chick chickadees <laughs> at. Um, if essentially you knew them before you went to high school, right? Yeah, well, yeah. if you were like a loser, like that's, you just <laughs> knew them. They were grandfathered in to your social life. Got um, it. And so Annie was somebody who maybe I had had like a crush on and off since like sixth grade or something like that. Okay. You and, know? and you know her from just like school at that from time. From social studies yeah. class, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. from being in class, we went to a middle school that was like, 20 people or something yeah it was like being Amish or something you only knew like 20 people and you yeah and you just had you serially had crushes on each one of them like (laughs) week after week because there's nowhere else for your romantic imagination to go yeah yeah so you end up having a crush at everybody at uh one point and you know you just sit there in religion class and just like just just, like like, fall in love with a new person like (laughs) over the 45 minutes of that class which I miss that. How like, fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was a oh, nightmare. <laughs> it was like being in a, a rat in a maze. Yeah. So that was middle school, right? Just like sitting. I mean, I have such vivid memories of sitting in um, religion class and having this like old man named Deacon Dan. Hey. Tell us about. Shout out to Deacon Dan. Hell yeah, Tell us about. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was smart of him. Great <laughs> great branding by that deacon. Uh, who had the whitest, roundest head of all time. Like, the skin was pure white, and then the hair on top of it was whiter than pure white. <laughs> like, it was like you could see into another dimension through it. Um, yeah. And I just remember him standing there talking about, you know, Noah's Ark or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, and then the Christ turned the wheat into, like, grain or oh. something. And just me having, like, the birth of my sexual identity, like, <laughs> s- sitting next to the, some girl, like, who, you know, I don't even know who what her name is now. But I just, like, sitting there while yeah. this old man is telling me about Jesus and just, like, <laughs> like Chernobyl, <laughs> like a nuclear reaction of, of all of my reptilian, you know... Anyway, yeah, so yeah. so that's the setting. It all the comes stage. Ju- juicing out of you. That's a disgusting. Yeah, no, stage. it juiced right out yeah. in the middle of the room. Um, y- y- Beware girls of the always splash zone. Yeah, no, the splash zone was uh, was unfortunate. Uh, yeah. it didn't work out with any of the people who were splash. Yeah, girls don't understand that. You know, uh, women have this formative event known as their period, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone remembers when they got their first one and who they called and. Uh, but men have a juicing, <laughs> and that's not as well known. But the sweet, hap- sweet nectars of your sexuality. Yes, and and also what's not known is that it happens instead of being this one individual experience, it happens to every boy in the room at the same time. <laughs> it's a very collective experience, and we don't talk about it. And actually, I'm going to need you to edit this out because we we shouldn't be talking. But about what it. nice community! <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. We were all like that. We juiced, man. We juiced. <laughs> we did it. We as we juiced. as we got our communal. <laughs> showering in the parking lot by Deacon Dan he like took out a hose and hosed us down and was like this was a messy juicing oh my god this is so this is such a more uh 
Yeah. This is more liquid than I like in my <laughs> comedy. Um, so that's like middle school. That's how you know Annie. Yeah. We get to high school and um, I have maybe by like my junior year, uh, Annie and I are hanging out more. By my senior year, I'm like, you know, I've, I've signed on board to be uh, in love with this person without <laughs> ever telling them. Yeah. Are, like, you, I'm like, are you like best friendy? So we, as the year goes on, we become quite best friendy. Mm. Uh, and we do things like go to the library together and like oh, she'll cute. study. And um, we do things like I started going to church with her. Oh my God. I don't even remember how that began, but she would, you know, at some point, I guess, texted me and was like, I'm going to church. And I have, you know, I remember her driving up in her like very tiny car mm -hmm. and me getting in the front seat and we're off to church. <laughs> and, uh, she, and I started swearing like a lot immediately. And um, she was like, Brian, and uh, <laughs> should we use a fake name for me too? I'm gonna be Goldie. Everyone, okay. will, I'm gonna use a fake name in this story too, so I don't find out about this. Um, she's like Goldie, <laughs> and I was like, what? I look in the back seat. Her little brother's there, and I'm like, oh shit, fuck! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm swearing more now because. Wait, is she is she like super into church? Is she like? Yeah. So yeah. this is. I guess I should describe her, right? Please. That would yes. help. Um, we're talking somebody who's like very very smart and like an overachiever yeah but also uh is very catholic right yeah. but also is very into you know the big indie culture of the day huh. meaning i mean what was around there we're talking like the movie juno yeah <laughs> we're talking like bell and sebastian you know featured in that movie we're talking modest mouse of course she sounds very dynamic she's got a lot of layers i like it for sure and also like <clears throat> funny and uh you know like i said super smart but also like i think at that age you know, it's embarrassing, but uh, that's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah. Is that, like, you pretty, I pretty much would just be attracted to a person based on pathetically meaningless cultural cues. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like, they know about Radiohead, <laughs> and you're, like, like... I have not found anyone who's known about Radiohead. Right. Surely this is they're meant to they're be. They're only the most popular band in the world, but the <laughs> fact that she's the only other person in this class who knows them yeah. makes you go, like... Okay, yeah, we're gonna get married to a Radiohead song or something. No, it's usually you don't really like a lot of people don't know who they are yet. So yeah. like the only thing that they have is the that like those interests to is like MP3. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, you tend to you notice. Oh my God, they've got a you know a song that I kind of like on the radio. I love them mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And um, so I just remember going to church for several weeks in a row. Uh, and, and you're not religious, or are you religious? At, at this, this point? point, God has just died <laughs> in human history, mm -hmm. and by that I mean in my life. Yeah. Like I went from, uh, I remember in eighth grade, I was like, God isn't real. I like figured it out, right? Yeah. Which like is the thing I'm most proud of in my whole life. Yeah, that's that pretty early to figure that out, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right after my juicing. Um, <laughs> so then this, uh, then Annie starts inviting me to our like Catholic youth group, right? And I show up there, which is another just like thing. That's a where whole thing. I'm not like, I'm not celebrating this, but 
I think a lot of the boys there are all just like insanely horny. <laughs> They're so hormonal. And girls invite them to the church group where they can meet other girls. And yeah. they just, we just sit there literally doing the rosary with yeah. the like hardest tiny erections. <laughs> well, what it is is that you're young. So it's like, it's basically the club. You yeah. know, like oh, you yeah, can't yeah, go yeah. to the club. So you have it to go was the club to for the us. Catholic yeah. youth group. Right. But it's just all under false pretenses. And false pretenses are what this whole story is about. Me too. Because Mine too. I didn't fucking yeah. give a shit about church. Yeah. I was literally just going because I, you know, w w was into this, uh, was into Annie, but wouldn't tell her, right? So yeah. months go by where I'm going to church every week that at like wild. seven in the morning. <laughs> That's early. It's so early and it's so like, you know. What do your parents think of this? A, it's just kind of like, it's really <laughs> pathetic that you just can't be honest and you just like go along and do all these things. And it's, wrong right yeah. it's like wrong to spend all this time with this person under false pretenses right yeah, yeah. not that i knew well, any better there's yeah i mean you you're trying to endear yourself to that person i mean yeah we exactly. all do it to an extent to anyone i think for the rest of our lives ever right you know? but at that age you don't understand that like the only way to get somebody to be attracted to you is like that you're like look this is who i am be at that age everything in my head is just like anything we have in common mm -hmm. is why we're going to be together yeah yeah which is so funny like 100%. looking back it's like oh yeah that's why uh you know the bananas and pajamas are fucking because they're <laughs> identical it's like no so okay so i i'm doing all these like you know, kind of pathetic things. I'm going to the library where, like, I'm just, like, sit there and I'm in love with her while she does her homework. Honestly, I'm that's cute, though. Like, that's cute, though. It's very cute. I'm, like, jealous. It's fine. It's very cute, and I don't, like, I don't, I'm not, like, thinking, like, that wasn't manly of me or something. Mm -hmm. I just think it's kind of, like, it's very funny to me yeah. how pup exactly. Yeah. The joke was so thoroughly on me. <laughs> like, oh my God, anyone who was watching could have been like, that guy's in love with that girl. <laughs> um, and then are we telling you stories like I'll tell mine and then you'll tell yeah, yours? I'll, or do, do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna is this a good break in your a story? That sets it up. Yeah. All right, sure. perfect. I'll set mine up. So um so I was trying to find like uh material on this but unfortunately both people involved in this story are like too cool to have facebook's so i'm like okay whatever mm -hmm. and i will say that i realized that i still had this guy's number on my phone so i did tweet asking if i should if it would be an insane thing to do to just text him out of the blue for no reason except to find out details of our that's um, awesome yeah so i did do it uh and he he did not answer <laughs> so stupid Okay, so so this is also like senior, I think it's, yeah, it's like senior year of high school. Um, and I don't remember how they met, but it was my very good friend at the time, Anna's boyfriend. And this is, uh, what, the sixth girl best friend I've gone through in like high school, you know, like. I very much, it was hard for me to have friends that were female. Um, and Why? You're such an eloquent. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Would you like to be friends? Please it be is difficult for my me. My friend. Um, she, she was, she was like this sort of quiet, cool, um, like hot Russian girl. And like her, her parents were like never home. Like, she basically lived in the apartment by herself, which was very fun for me to be best friends with her because I yeah. would just, like, go sleep over and be like, 
hanging out. She also had a cute brother. His name's Alex, whatever. He was tall. This story's not about him. Quiet, cool, hot (laughs) Russian. Yeah, and, like, she was, like, one of those kind of girls that she could kind of do nothing and, like, appear attractive to, you know, everyone. And it's not even, like... I mean, there is that female competition, always, blah, blah. But I would never necessarily be, like, she is objectively so much prettier than me, you know? But I just knew that she had, like, a very hot bod. And she was one of those people that could kind of just, like, stand in a corner of a room being silent and, like, be cloaked in mystery. And then, like, everyone's horny for it. Yeah. And I'm the opposite. I can't fucking do that. Maybe she's a Russian spy. (laughs) Maybe. I'll be like James Bond. It would all make sense. That's why she was awful to me. No, she was... um, We... Whatever. Uh, So they were dating he was a few years older than us uh and we start all hanging out and he is let me tell you so hot like so hot like very hot like he worked at american apparel so like that hot and he's older yeah he's like i don't think he's that much older but he's i mean everyone's older that i talk about on this podcast like i just have to you know really if people are uncomfortable with it i understand but <laughs> that's no, my that's life. Silly. Um, so we all start hanging out and it's the sort of thing that it's like every weekend I'm going to her house, you know, and I very quickly like third wheel doesn't even begin to cover it. You know, like I feel like a fixture in their relationship. Truly. Ah. Like he, first of all, me and, uh, Daniel, we get along really, really well. We click. And it's like, okay, obviously I'm instantly very attracted to him. Like, instantly. Um, But I'm like, you know, that sucks for me, you know, but whatever. And it's that thing where, and I still come across this all the time, where it's like, the decision you have to make. Do I just disconnect myself completely and then never see this person or ever enjoy their company ever again? Or do I just like bury the feelings and deal with it so I can still like interact with them? And I don't know if I ever make the right choice there, you know? Yeah. So this is literally like they, I will call her on the weekend and be like, what's up? What's going on? And she'll be like, me and Danny are at my place like watching movies and we're wondering why you're not here. I'm like, I don't know, because you're fucking dating each other, and, like, why would I be there? But I would go and just, like... So she knew? She... I don't know if she... Okay. What what I think is she had to know, like, deep... You know, she had to sense it, um, which I think should... The, the nice thing to do is to not invite me over to, like, lay in bed with you and your hot boyfriend. But I think it's, like... we. We obviously are no longer friends um, after this. I think it's like she knew, and I feel like there's this weird power dynamic of it, though, where it's like she would almost be able to dangle him in front of my face and know that I was, like, never going to do anything about it because, like, I'm not the fucking girl who, like, you know, hooks up with your boyfriend. God, I wish I could be sometimes because I always attract boys with girlfriends. Anyways, um, so that's like the sort of dynamic that's going on with them. It's there's not there's not that many like huge story details. I'll I'll leave some towards the end. Mm-hmm. But 
it is very much one of the earlier examples of me feeling like I got there too late and like luck was against, you know, like yeah. luck was not on my side there. Like me and Daniel, we fit. We were supposed to be the okay, ones. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Do you actually think that there was any potential there? Yes. Okay. And really? It was, the thing is, and that's what sucked even more because it's like to to be attracted to a guy who is not into me is one thing, used to it. Um but to know that like it would be one of those things that could. we would all hang out and like he would say hi to me and we would hug and the hug would kind of linger and I would be like a little you know that slow pullback that's like the the sexy hug you're breaking my heart right now it sucked it sucked so bad I'm like I know he's baseline at least attracted to me you know at least there's that um and there's this roadblock that is his girlfriend and my good friend in the middle of it, but I'm always around them. We're going to concerts together. We're going out, you know, to bars and together. And then you're surprised when you're into their boyfriend. <laughs> you're like, what's what's happened? Oh, no. It, I mean, it was instant. I was like, when I first met him, I was like, oh, this is cool, cool. This is going to suck yeah. for me. This is going to be Do you awful. also feel that kind of feeling of like, I am the fun, nice one and she's kind of this like cruel, distant figure. So oh. I also deserve you because 100%. she. Yeah, right. You're like, 100%. this is unjust. Because also, I would witness her like, like, you know, talking about other guys or like flirting with other guys, you know, in like that, that subtle, like cool way that she was able to, you know, just lure people in. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, I'm sure I, I was like jealous, but there is the part of it that's like, yeah, no, she was kind of shitty. She was kind of shitty about it, and I think she definitely knew how I felt, and it was almost like rubbing it in when she would, like, complain about him or something, you know? And I'm just like, yeah. fucking, she doesn't even deserve this dude. Right. Um, and we were- She wears short skirts and is a cool, <laughs> quiet Russian. Russian yeah. Um, so I'll leave that there. It sucks. He's so beautiful. Damn. Ugh. Okay. Anyways, I want to hear more about um, your your love triangle. Let's get into it. This is also a sort of love these triangle. These are, are both love, love yes. set triangles. Oh no, these stories are going to mirror each other much more than you think. Ooh, yay. Uh, so, Goldie and Annie, uh, we head to church. We're back from church. And let's clarify, you are Goldie. <clears throat> I'm Goldie, <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. I'm Brian, but for this story to <laughs> protect this. my anonymity, <laughs> I'm Goldie. So, it's time to bring in Hunter. Hunter. Hunter is my best friend. No. I love Hunter so much. Hunter and I, we go sailing together. Oh, cute. We make music together. Uh, what kind? Beautiful. <laughs> the beautiful, beautiful. kind. <laughs> cool. Uh, that kind. Yeah. We both play uh, dulcimer. No. Um... <laughs> We are making so it, so we're together. We're discovering this world of uh, Grizzly Bear and Radiohead and yeah. Aphex Twin, and we're discovering all this music and and uh, and Beatles and. Wait, have you known him for like a long time, or is he just your? We've best been friends friend. since eighth grade. Okay. In eighth grade, we that's formative. We're in a band together. Well, what was it called? This relationship. What was it called? Uh, it was unnamed. It was for a talent show. <sighs> Uh, Let's name it right now. We were very like facilitators of each other's vision. We never really made a band <laughs> together, but we would play on each other's. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. See, you don't understand like what an incredible dick I like. I was like 
my vision for the world was so clear when I was like 13 years old, yeah. you know? And yeah. I was like, it's time for the world to start learning about what a genius <laughs> I am and how good I am at playing music. Yeah. Uh, and I never stopped thinking that for the next 10 years. <laughs> like no, right now. Me too, I also. Literally on my way into this room, I was like, oh, I had to remind myself, like, you're not Paul McCartney. You no, know? you, yeah. yeah, I think um, we both have really bright futures. <laughs> we had bright futures we in had the past. Bright, <laughs> incredibly futures bright. Currently, so um, at that, but at that point, you know, I was not open to compromise. I was not open to anything unexpected happening. And Hunter and I, uh, you know, we we were beautiful together. And we, <laughs> uh, I started bringing Hunter to this Catholic youth group. No where we did the mistake, rosary. mistake, mistake, mistake. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. is Hunter like hot? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, Hunter is... Uh, I, it doesn't even matter if Hunter is hot because yeah. I was not hot. <laughs> and I'll tell you a moment in our friendship. Were, were you this tall when you were, like, in high I school? I was taller than this in high school. <laughs> so, this is... I've already kind of painted the romantic, beautiful side of mm-hmm. me and Hunter. And uh, <laughs> that side is important, the most important side. But there's also... A darker side, and that is about whether I was hot or not. <laughs> so we formed a lunch club in my high Ooh. school. Yes, it was called the G Spot, <laughs> no, which was short, it which was short for the gentleman spot. <laughs> and we brought furniture to our high school, <laughs> and we hid it in these lockers in this uh, obscure <laughs> corner of the school. Yeah, and this like very mannish chemistry teacher was like what is going <laughs> on in this hallway and i was like this is the gentleman's club like whatever no. and uh i remember winding i you know i could tell like a whole story about just that but That's i remember incredible. one day lunch is winding away and you know we decide to skip our next class because we're fucking oh you're bad boys we're so we're such bad boys oh my god um and i, I actually want to talk about what bad boys we were uh, after this but yeah. we're sitting there lunch is winding down people have folded their camp chairs and put them back in the lockers and it's just me and hunter and i go hunter why what 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 is physically wrong with me no this is after all this love triangle stuff goes down i'm just like hunter i'm not a hot man what's wrong and hunter you know, takes a deep breath and rolls his eyes, right? Because it's a yeah. question you can't what, ask what people, yeah. right? There's no answer. And then, and I'm like, no, c- there is something, you know? I'm no. like, no, there is. What is it? And Hunter's like, look at your pants. No. <laughs> and I was, and I looked <laughs> at my pants. Burn. No. I looked at my pants and I was like, Hunter is right. <laughs> <laughs> And it changed my life because I looked at my pants and I was like, these fucking pants are, they were like these enormous, yeah. I would wear these like cavernous oh my circus God. tent-esque you don't uh, need that. Sway, uh, corduroy <laughs> pants. Yeah, I know. I mean, now I would wear them and I think because like, I'm confident, it would yeah. be like, oh, that's like quirky and funny and he's so confident that he can wear that, right? Oh, 100%. And that's what I want to tell like, I would tell like my little brother now, right? It's like, yeah. don't give a shit what you wear. But I was so insecure about everything that, like, wearing that didn't help, right? Yeah. Now, I'm glad I did because Mm. if I had just been somebody who, like, learned that you could just wear 
normal clothes <laughs> and then people would date you that sets a bad precedent i think it yeah. teaches you like okay like conformity is good or like very superficial things are good and instead i had to take a long long journey <laughs> through self-loathing and uh revulsion by on everybody's part so so thank god for those pants, hunter and honestly. i thank god for those pants <laughs> pants which i specifically bought because i went to prom with annie <gasps> What? Not prom, junior. I think our junior dance or something like that. Whoa, Barry. So I bought them for that. And like at that dance. Okay. No, 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 no. You got to slow down here. How does this happen? How does this happen? Well, it's pretty simple. It's the same reason as me going to church or anything. I just asked her and then, you know. She said yes. Because I was in love with her. And she said yes because we were friends. We're friends. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. That's, you know, that's the whole thing. You really don't get any sense that she thinks there's anything else going on there. Oh, hell no. Well, no. And and looking back, I was always like, how did you not realize? But I think that's just kind of a sad gender thing where, like, men are aware that they're, like, pursuing women. And at Mm -hmm. that age, in a a very protected thing, like, more... In this very protected, like, Catholic sphere, yeah, I just don't think all the girls were going, like, that guy's definitely into you, you know? Or maybe they or, were, but they just didn't want I to. I mean, like, the, the shitty way to look at it, but which is probably true on at least some occasions, is, like, that they did know. They did, like, they okay. were maybe not interested, yeah. but they liked the attention, of course, you yeah. know? They're like, I got my church, buddy. Yeah. I got my library, He'll buddy. He'll do fucking anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have. And I still will, Annie, which Where isn't your you? real name. Um, Anyone named Annie. So, uh, yeah. How's prom? Oh, my honestly, God. Do you dance? Honestly, no memory whatsoever. <laughs> I just remember my mom and I going to, like, men's warehouse and picking out what I thought was the fucking coolest outfit yeah. ever, which was probably mostly... My aesthetic at that time was mostly, like, inspired by, like, the Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> so I probably looked like Bilbo Are on his 100th for, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... I mean, at least it's a choice. You tall know? Bilbo. Yeah, tall Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's a choice. Yeah, I was peacocking, but... If you're a literal peacock and you're surrounded by, like, chickens, they're not like, oh, that chicken is so hot. Let's (laughs) fuck him. You're like, that's a peacock. What are you doing here? Yeah. None of these women are into bestiality is what I'm saying. No (laughs) matter how much I tried tried to get them onto being it yeah <laughs> so we uh, I, I have no memory of that dance honestly i just know that so I, no sparks we didn't make sweet love that night <laughs> no. um so uh, damn <laughs> <laughs> darn it so i uh so hunter and i do this thing where every day at in school we go down to the lockers mm-hmm. like the football lockers and we like wrestle <laughs> Or talk is, about life. This or, has been so homoerotic so far. It was and so I homoerotic. Love it. And it was the most, I mean, it was like still the most beautiful relationship ever. <laughs> it, yeah. was like, it was just this person who we could just go down and we would just make each other laugh so hard uh, for just like hours. Yeah. We would spend like eight hours together in that locker. Yeah. And we would get kicked out and we would by like the AD who was like, these two guys are fucking in our lockers (laughs) we are a good catholic school the athletic director would be like these guys are breeding homosexuals (laughs) in our lockers and we thought that was great and we loved it and we loved that we were freaking people out or whatever but yeah there there was nothing 
I don't think there was anything like really erotic about it, but it was no, like No, you're just friends. It was great. Uh we you would gotta, like you gotta get that energy you out. Gotta somehow. Get, you gotta wrestle, right? <laughs> and so I remember the day Hunter's like, Who do you have a crush on? Tell me. And I'm like, It's Annie. And Hunter's like, It's Annie for me. Uh, and I'm like So they, they oh only boy. they literally <laughs> only know each other because of you. They only know each other because of me, right? So they Rookie owe me. Mistake. They owe me for Ugh. this. Uh and so you know, skipping ahead to, at some point, uh, it's time for me to tell Annie, right? Like, yeah. it just it just can't go on forever. Um, Do you, like, witness them flirting? Do you witness her being into him or anything? Absolutely not. I'm okay. blind. Yeah. I'm so blind. Know. Like, I'm, to me, I'm like, well, I brought my weird friend Hunter. And Hunter is, like, weirder than me, right? I, uh-huh. I, I'm a peacock. Hunter is, like, uh, well, you know, I thought... Hunter was kind of like my shadow, like right in my arrogant, like seventeen-year-old, like this is my youth group, bitch. Like I own this place, and I did. Like I was the funny one in youth group, and they were all like nice to be valued that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) By God, God was like he is the funny one. You're just Um, like, hey, I'm here. My name's Goldie. This is my friend Hunter. Is whatever. Yeah, and I was like, I. yeah, so I don't know. I just wasn't really threatened by Hunter. And um, obviously, like your cold, <laughs> cool, clear Russian, yeah. the quiet one is the, is the sexy one. Which, why? Not the loud one who's like, look how funny I am. Why, though? Oh. Let's answer this question right now. Let's talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will never understand. I mean, I guess I understand. But it's like... Okay, what did you what did you rather? I guess not. I guess not. Wouldn't you rather want to know? Wanna make sense. <laughs> okay, let me know. Okay, <laughs> would you? Wouldn't you rather like want to know what the fuck the deal is, right. rather than playing a fucking guessing game all the time? Because me, question. I'm loud. I'm talking. I'm gonna tell you yeah. what it is. You're gonna pretty much probably know right. that I'm into you. I'm not gonna be in a corner like smoking my cigarette, just like you anyway. and I met. Mm. At a show about crushes, oh true, in which you did a PowerPoint <laughs> where the whole point of your PowerPoint was you saying, "I already have a crush on you if I know you." <laughs> like that was your PowerPoint, and it was so refreshing and so great because like it was so vulnerable and like honest in the middle of like, but also hyperbolic and funny. Yeah, yeah. But like in the middle of like a lot of like you know the big thing now is like t-shirts that say dump him yeah and just like the whole thing is like men suck and like obviously there's good reasons for people doing that yeah but it was cool to see somebody just get up and be like no i love you <laughs> i pr- even if i hate you i probably love you and uh, so yeah you and i remember you. being like this is not a good strategy <laughs> like i remember being like she is tell not <laughs> This is. I mean, nothing has changed since I've done that uh, PowerPoint, and I will be doing that PowerPoint again tomorrow at Luxury Comedy Hour. Oh, very cool, uh, Luxury very, Comedy Hour. Very fun. I'm excited to see that show. I, I yeah. feel like it's like you wanted to lay a mouse trap, and then the piece of cheese you got was like nice Gouda cheese, <laughs> and it's huge. You got like a whole wheel of it, and then you didn't even put a mouse trap down. And you're just, just hoping, like, hopefully the mice will just hang out around the cheese and date me. No, but I'm also, like, when you were describing you and Anna earlier, I was like, okay, so y- Anna was, like, David, uh, Michelangelo's David, like, mm-hmm. reserved and frozen like, and up, upon a pedestal, and you were a Muppet, like, dancing yeah. around it. And, and that's always how I've been as well. Like, yeah. And I don't know what the deal is. I think that 
I think that it's also a relic of like, I feel like now mm-hmm. people less and less does that work, right? I mean, I in high school, the, just by being quiet, you were mysterious, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like now much less are people able to just be like kind of reserved and is that attractive to people? Yeah. I don't know, the people well, I'm around. The thing is that's frustrating with like the Anna and Daniel slash Danny. I can't remember if we called him Danny or Daniel, whatever. Um, is that... It's like I knew that he was into me to, uh, to some extent, but I feel like I get in those situations a lot and it's like, oh, am I actually only attractive when I'm an option or when I'm when I when it's something that like they can't have, but it's like it's there. So he wouldn't have been into you unless. Well, I don't know. Right. But this is in your theory. You're like, if he was single, he wouldn't have even been into me. Cause I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, of course, at the time I was like, it's not fair that she gets to date him. Like, I should have met him first and we would have been, you know, we have all of this chemistry, this undeniable chemistry. We would have totally worked out. But I don't know because it's like. I'm sure that there have been guys like that before that have been single. No, probably not. Everyone has a girlfriend. The end. Never mind. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> but, but I do. It is. It is like a long line. It's it's one in a long line of like being this kind of option. It's like it's like I'm a side dish, and when when I'm a side dish instead of an entree, I'm more appealing. I will say this. I don't know why. I mean, it's essentially like the scarcity principle, right? Like mm-hmm. people, by definition, you can't want what you have. You know, like you can't want something that you have in a way, right? And so we need these like barriers put up in front of us to increase like desire. But I will say the most joyful thing for me of getting older Mm -hmm. is learning that like wanting what you can't have is actually really boring and repetitive. Yeah, yeah. And people who let themselves just always go after the person they don't want are not, A, not happy, but also like usually end up mistreating people along the way Mm -hmm. and it's just a boring and very american worldview to just be like oh i'm always attracted to the quiet person the mysterious person the enigma the person i can't have yeah i just feel like that's a very american thing to be like i always want something new and for me the most like joyful thing of getting older when it comes to romance is being like just digging deeper and deeper into like the person you're with Mm -hmm. or being like chill in the beginning things and blah blah yeah and just like realizing that like your like life is gonna suck if you always do that yeah and so i can't speak for how it works for other people like because i some people are always going to be like that but i do i I think it's a sickness in a way for sure i agree i'm sick no um Um, okay, tell me, tell me, sorry, we went on a tangent, but let's get, get back. Philosophy class over. Hunter, Hunter. So Hunter and I, uh, I, I reveal to Hunter that I have a crush on Annie. Uh, Hunter reveals to me that Hunter has a crush on Annie (laughs) and whatever. Are you devastated? Do you know? I don't really care yet. I mean, I'm definitely like, now I'm starting to get threatened where I'm like, oh, okay, this is like a thing we all say out loud. Yeah. I head over to... Facebook. Yeah, baby. I got my Facebook. I go on to uh, the Facebook late one night. Oh, I hate it when people say the Facebook uh, or the interwebs. The interwebs. I was surfing the webs. I was surfing the webs and I went on Facebook late one night and messaged Annie and told her. Annie Annie was asking me who I had a crush on and I was like, I can't lie to her face. No, that means she knew. Right? 
probably. I don't know. Mm. I I I real I really don't know, but I don't I don't really care. But I yeah. I just messaged her and I was like, actually, Annie, <laughs> so <laughs> funny that you would ask. Like hilarious I've been coincidence. I've been with you for two years or something like that, and um, you know, and again, like love at that point is not love. Like yeah. love is just like Obsession. you have desire. Yeah, it's yeah. like I don't. Learn, thinking about her in, in hindsight, like everybody does after an obsession, you go like, there was nothing there. Yeah. Uh, and we were so we were so similar, me mm-hmm. and her too. So I you're uh, just in love with yourself, and you know what? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like your first experience of self love is just like narcissistically trying to find whoever <laughs> similar to you. Yeah. But I uh, tell her, and then there's just a long long with the dot 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 you know that pops up on facebook you see that they're typing 100 percent, yes it takes like eight or ten minutes for her (gasps) to respond and i'm like my life is terrified but i just knew i was just like i knew that it wasn't gonna go my way right like Uh. and i think on some level i knew like because if it was gonna go your way, it, it wouldn't would've. have been a Facebook message. <laughs> like if you if there was something there, you would have like it would have come out in a better way, right? Yeah. And so obviously, you know, she treasures my friendship more than anything, mm. and it's so important to her and blah, all that stuff, which is true. She needs you as a friend. It's true and meaningless at the exact same time. Like yeah. she, it wasn't not genuine. Maybe she was like using me on some level, but it's also like. I mean, I like I the friend zone, right? Like, yeah, I, that idea is kind of gross and but also and destructive. It's and, real sometimes. I know, yeah, but I but know we're all supposed to, to say it. it's not. We're all supposed to say that's a gross term, but right. I'm also like, okay, but then what do you fucking call it? I know. Like, because it's a thing. It's only connotation. Of course, yeah. it's a real thing, but the people who use it are all like pretty douche, douchey yeah. incel people. Uh, so whatever that happens, and I just remember laying on the floor of my <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> For hours, like totally <laughs> paralyzed by my grief. Yeah. And this sets off uh, like the most formative period of my life. Okay. Like this sets off a, the only time I've ever been truly depressed in my life mm-hmm. is when in the same month, like I kind of gave up on God, found out the girl who I was, you know, thought I was like yeah. in love with, didn't have any feelings for me. And my cross-country team bombed at States. Oh, no! So the three pillars of any teenager's life, girls, God, and track and field. It was the most beneficial thing ever because it set off this searching in my life where I was like, what are my values then? Like, the church is bullshit now to me. Honest, And then you start to question, like, the country that you live in, you start to question gender and you start uh-huh. to like, and so that set off everything. Because this is of all this. senior year, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is like all very like a cliched coming of age thing, but was very valuable to like, totally. Um, I read Sid- Herman Hesse's like Siddhartha <laughs> yeah. and Damien, yeah. like those books that like young men are the supposed big, to read. The big, and they're, yeah. they're like, I am on a psychedelic journey of <laughs> truth and identity. And it's like true, I guess. Yeah. I yeah. Know, yeah. But very self-important. Um, and I would just like lie. I did. I spent a lot of time lying on floors. That I just is remember the best, spending though. so much time lying on the floor of different <laughs> rooms, and my mom being like, "Why <laughs> are you a piece of furniture now? Why are you a carpet?" What now? happened to my son? Yeah. Why is he? I wrong? mean, literally. Like, I literally remember my mom like, yeah. being like, "What happened to you in the <laughs> you car? You used to be fun." <laughs> yeah, literally. No, she said that. So you used to be a great guy, Brian. Oh what happened? God. 
Wait, are you so at this point are you still friends with Hunter? So yeah, so this yeah. is where this is where the story actually happens, uh, uh, which is that basically she tells me this, and this is this is really like where the crux of this story is, which is um, a couple weeks pass where I kind of tenuously continue my friendship with with Annie, right? Mm-hmm. And um, then. And I just like I don't know what's gonna happen, right? And I'm just like, who knows what's what's gonna go down now? Yeah. And I remember one day, me and Hunter and Annie go for an overnight uh, sleepover at somebody's house. <gasps> this is crazy. Sorry. No. This is okay. What? Before you get, because I just want to tell you, like, yeah. the one of the things of my story is that one night they invite me to hang out and we are going to, we were going to go from his house to like a bar or something. Cause we had like fake IDs, whatever. Um, and we, they end up like smoking weed and, and Anna, I was going to sleep over at her house and Anna ends up falling asleep and I'm like, and then it's just me oh my God. and him and we're like, there's that intense vibe, you know, yeah. that's, there's that tension. Um, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. <laughs> like, it's late. I can't, like, go home now, whatever. That's awesome. Um, I would have just gone over and locked the door <laughs> and then turned around and looked at him and been like... And been like, are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're And then, like, wait a second. Before we do anything, oh my, my knees don't <laughs> Yeah, my knees... So I can't get too physical in. tonight. <laughs> um, but no, we're literally just, like, hanging out in the dark, listening to music, and then... This is one of my songs we'll talk about later, but like we're lis- we're like, okay, what should we listen to? And we put on the XX. Obviously. Yeah. Which is like the saddest, sexiest, yes. sad shit. <laughs> and then at some point, and she's like on the edge. She's not even in the middle of the fucking bed and she is passed out. She's on like one side. And then at one point he just lays back and starts to just like go to sleep. And then I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? That I'm pushing you away when you're the one that I've kept closest. Because there's only space next to him. And I'm like, I feel like this is very dangerous for me to just sleep next to him. Who knows? You know, I'm not a bad person. I wanna I wanna kiss him so badly, but I'm not gonna do that. So I fucking end up like literally curling up at like the at the, the bottom of the bed yeah. like a dog and like yeah. basically sleep like by their feet <laughs> and i'm like devastated i'm like this is the worst and you're just like thing. licking his feet yeah i'm just you're like, like uh this is where i meant to be i'm fucking dirt i'm a fucking dog oh, man. i'm trash and then she wakes up the next morning and she's like why did you sleep down there i'm like well no. well hello i'm in love with your boyfriend <laughs> yeah <rude. laughs> anyways that's my sleepover story that's i so still great. think about it it was it's like it was so devastating and i was just like it could have been so beautiful and great if she was not fucking there and they were just not like sit dating. there and like stare at his skin while he fell asleep a bit and i you, was like, just like cut it off and make a dress out of it oh my god i was just listening to the xs being like xxx the xx just being like why the fuck is this my life? Like, like what? But yeah, uh, truly, truly heartbreaking. My body has never been on such fire before. <laughs> just every inch wow. of me. Just like, don't move. Or do I move? Or what do, What does he want? 
Anyways, tell me about your sleepover experience. Uh, it's so similar. Uh, so the sleepover is actually irrelevant, but the next morning okay. we were driving back and we've all got that, you know, crusty eye. Wait, wait, wait. So yeah. what was the sleepover for again? It was just, just a bunch a- of friends. Okay. And I don't even remember. It was like. It wasn't just you guys though. No, or, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, that would be like very self-destructive <laughs> if we were like. We Let's know everything's weird between the three of us. Let's go sleep together in one room, just the three of us. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> awful. What, what was right. the sleeping arrangements? So, literally, no memory of the sleepover. Okay, it was very uneventful, okay. and we just went there, and I just like probably acted weird around Annie. But the next morning, uh, you know, we've got that like crusty, like morning after sleeping yeah. on fucking carpets, yeah, <laughs> feeling, and Annie's like. I've got to drop off these library books. So she uh, pulls the car up to the library. It's December. Mm-hmm. There's two feet of snow everywhere. Where is this, by the way? The library is closed. It's a Sunday. Uh, well, wh- this is in Connecticut. Okay, cool. Now oh, I wait. I mean, new Blankenship. <laughs> okay, i got to cool. protect the identity of the state. Of course. Of Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's two feet of snow. It's there's very cold. There's two feet cold. of snow, and, and she's like, I've got to drop off these library books. Which, how cute. Of her. And oh, also it's worth mentioning she her car is this weird car where to get into the back seat, you have to open the front door. There's mm-hmm. no back door. You have yeah. to open the front door, pull Move the, the seat over, and crawl the into worst. the back. And you're so tall. <laughs> no, but I am the front seat person. Because ah. she and I are friends, and yes. our friendship is important to both of us, yes. right? <laughs> so Hunter goes to the back. Yeah, get in the back, you piece of garbage. And every time it's kind of funny because it's a little bit emasculating or something or demeaning <laughs> to be like there you go like pop in the back seat shut the door i get in the front seat hell yeah uh yeah i'm a man still the manliest thing i've ever done in my life is yeah. to Sit in the front seat politely a move a seat for another man <laughs> uh who will then shortly be cucking me right yeah. so uh i <laughs> who is the one who will t- get out of the car into the two feet of snow to drop off annie's library books <laughs> Let's find Why? out. Why? Of course, the strong, powerful yes, man, me. Of and she's like, "Can you drop these books off?" And I'm like, "Of course." Like, <laughs> anything. I'm in love dog. with you, so I will do things for you. That's how a healthy relationship works. Yes. And I get out and I drop these library books off, and I come back, and she does that little joke thing where she drives forward like a foot when I reach oh. for the door. And she's like a sweet person. So, and this is just her being like funny, right? It's not like yeah, but. It but sounds really like I was just a bitch. Like, it just <laughs> sounds like I was, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and she drives forward, and I'm, you know, playing the game of the scene, a term mm-hmm. I will later learn. Perfect, yeah. I just go, like, I just go, I don't care. Like, right? Or, or mm-hmm. no, playing the game of the scene yeah. would have been, like, more desperately, but whatever. Yeah, I you're go, yes like, anding. I go ahead. I'm mm-hmm. yes anding in a way or something. I'm like, go ahead. I don't care. Like, drive forward without me. And she does drive forward a little more, and I go, like, I don't care. This is making me very nervous. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. should. And then she drives out of the parking lot. No, she doesn't. And the snow is just gently falling around me. What the fuck? And I'm just <gasps> surrounded by snow. Which, like, all she was doing was doing the same bit I was doing. No, but that's a visual yeah. departure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... Yeah, it drives off. You know, you can see the tire tracks in the snow. And I'm just standing there. And oh, no. I'm, I'm, like, laughing maniacally, like, somewhat aware of how, like, 
sad fu- fucked my life has become yeah. <laughs> like in in the all in like non-material ways like obviously like I, I was an incredibly like rich privileged <laughs> person but because I couldn't have like the things I wanted the uh, girl yeah so we she drives she and Hunter is in the back seat drives a and full now they're alone loop and that's or, dangerous they drive a full loop around the library back onto the parking lot and they're like okay get in like jokes <laughs> over and I go like no, I don't care. I'm still playing the game of the scene. What? Why? Stop playing because, the scene. But it's pretty obvious, right? I think yeah. I'm just being funny. I'm doing a bit, but I think the I it's, You're trying to send a message through the comedy. I think I'm trying. I'm very being very defensive even mm-hmm. though she's jokingly pulled forward. I think on some level I'm so aware of my like demoted status, status yeah. that I'm going like I truly don't care mm-hmm. if I get in that car right yeah like you don't need I'll walk home like I don't need you guys but but that's a that's a deep yeah, reading of the yeah. bit I'm doing this time I go like I don't care no I still don't want to get in you've driven all the way back here I still don't want to get in <laughs> they drive away again off the parking lot and this time they don't, they don't come back oh my god maybe like 15 minutes what pass. a disaster right ah uh. it turns out the joke was on me. <laughs> uh, the commercial break. <laughs> yeah. So they drive okay, away. They drive away yeah. and they don't come back for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, I'm cold. What's happening? I'm so cold. I'm so cold. I'm alone. The car with the love person is gone. And where has it taken her? They come back so much later. And I'm just like, who knows what the fuck I was thinking? Yeah. I don't think I was experienced enough where I could even just concretely go like, they're fucking or like, yeah. he is asking her out. Like, I don't even, I was they so inexperienced that I was like, who knows? Yeah, they're Frenchmen. Yeah. And they finally drive back and I'm so cold and I just get in. The, I think I like threw a snowball at the car and then get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, Classic. and I'm still trying to act like we were just doing a bit, we're but they were gone t- for so long that I'm like, where the fuck yeah. did you go? Like, it was, like, so long that I was, like... And they were, like, we went to get ice cream. <laughs> they did. But it's cold. But it's cold. What the hell's Makes going on? Makes sense, idiots. She drops me off. She drops the two of us off. We're inseparable, right? So she drops the two of us off at my yeah. house. We go down to the basement, the uh, my recording studio. <laughs> and... Uh, Ready to make some magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's so many, you know, feelings. Uh, and... and, and Hunter pulls a piece of paper that's taped to the wall that's lyrics to a song that I wrote called oh. Three Blind Mice. Oh, my God. Which is about us. Yeah. It's a love triangle. Yeah. And Hunter's like, these are cool. These are good lyrics. <laughs> like, the, the, And I write really shitty lyrics at that time. Hunter's just like, this is actually not shitty. Hmm. Like, what's going on? And then Hunter, they, literally in front of me, like that meme where the woman figures everything out, oh, goes no. like, oh my god just says like oh my god and i'm like yeah you know and hunter's like this is about us Us. and i was like yeah and hunter's like well i just asked her out and hunter and we're going on a date next week or whatever and you know read the room hunter yeah and hunter's like yeah but it's also like but yeah at the time i was like this is a huge like philosophical question that like is going to be what we talk about after the story's over which is just like what are you allowed to tell somebody to not date the person you're in love with? Yeah. The answer is clearly no, but also <laughs> yes, because be nice, but also no, because yeah. who cares? You don't own that, you know. It's literally the question of my whole right. existence. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it comes up over and over in my life, like later on. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
that that happens and I'm just like wow the joke is truly like my whole life has like flipped yeah. on its head really and um you know because like just months earlier I was like the king of youth group <laughs> and yeah. me and uh Annie were like close and then so Annie comes you even go to the prom the junior prom yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I am the anointed one. <laughs> and now everything's flipped over. And and just basically like to just hit a couple like flashpoints. Basically the big turnaround is we're going to the same person's house that we went to the sleepover at uh mm-hmm. maybe like 2 weeks later. Mm-hmm. And now uh Annie and Hunter have gone on a date or two, right? And we she uh she drives up into my driveway. Yeah. And I walk out and Hunter's in the car and Hunter is opens the door. And lifts up the seat. Oh. And I crawl into the back seat. That is. The chair goes down, the door shuts. That is. He's like, I am the alpha now. It was just like we all (sighs) knew, though. It wasn't even like an alpha movie. It was just like, we all know where I this sit is, This is where, yeah. We, you belong like, in the back. We just agreed. And, and I so vividly remember the song that was playing in the back of the car. Because it was kick-ass, and I liked it. Yeah. And it was it was a nice salve. I don't know if that's the right word. For my bruised uh, ego and everything. And what's the song? And that was uh, People's Places by Modest Mouse. This is making me sad to imagine you in the back of this tiny oh, yeah. car listening cold, to this Cold, cold night. Curled up in the back, too. At that yeah. age, I was always lying on floors, curling <laughs> up on seats. I didn't know how to sit or stand. Um, Be a human person. So, And then the last, like, the, the kind of, like, code I'll put on this is just, like, and, you know, they went on to have, ultimately, like, a incredibly romantic and then incredibly Ugh. dysfunctional bad relationship. Like, you know, yeah. it was, it was all a joke on yeah. all of us in the end. Yeah. If you wait long enough, the joke is on everybody, right? Yeah, but he did get to, like, make out. Which... They got to make out. Ugh. Oh, yeah. They Whatever. got to make out and more. <laughs> did they have the sex? No! <laughs> no Not that much more. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, Remember, these are, these are Catholics or something. I oh, don't yeah, know. true, true, so true. So the point is, uh, th- I just remember a couple weeks later is when the drinking starts. Oh, and you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I'm I'm finally 18 by this point. Yeah. Just 18. I just turned 18. Oh, and like my birthday was another night that like they were both there and like it was any idiot could have figured out what was starting to happen. Yeah. And, Wait, I, are, and are you still like friends with him though? Are you like okay being friends with him? Like Yes. Setting that Yes. Yeah, and our friendship okay. goes on for a really long That's time. That's nice. That's- uh, I do Later, honestly, like my parents, like a long time later, revealed to me that, like, they didn't really know what was going on, but they kind of gleaned it a little bit. Like, basically, I would just be so shitty to them that they would be super mad at me. And then I felt bad and I would tell them what was going on. That was our cycle then of honesty because we're like Irish Catholics. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, later my parents told me they thought it was really fucked up like what hunter did yeah <laughs> and they were like it's because con- connected to other things that hunter did and they were like yeah actually he that sucks. that was like wrong of the way that hunter did it yeah and stuff so i don't so they're know on your side the, the point <laughs> i'm making is that like we stayed friends and mm-hmm. it, i'm really treasured like our friendship like after that but 
it may have actually been like really bad, like what happened. And I just like covered it up. Cause in my head yeah. I was like, I have to not act like I care about this. Yeah. Our friendship is important. So I have to not feel anything or to ever tell Hunter that I'm mad. They'd, I was like, this is how it works. And do you have other like close friends or he's like your person? Oh, totally. Like we are like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I had a lot of other friends and we were, he was, mm-hmm. uh, Hunter was friends with the rest of them too, but it was just like, uh, yeah. So, so there's one night and this is just kind of like the coda of like my, uh, it, it, we, I, this is the night that I know they're on their first date. So it's like, it's <sighs> yeah. going down. Yeah. Yeah. I've it's, been there. it's happening. And I mm-hmm. know it. Why did I know it? Right. It's yeah. probably cause I texted You're like, one or two on? of them and they both were unavailable. <laughs> and like, you know, I did the very simple math Yeah. and I was in my recording studio, which is like a four track cassette. <laughs> thing and like my guitars yeah and i start drinking my parents vodka sick <laughs> and like you don't know what vodka does to you at that age yeah. like you have no idea you're like oh it's the liquid that makes me feel good yeah you don't understand that it's the liquid that makes you not feel good <laughs> and i record several songs that are like how i feel at this time one is you can go your own way by fleetwood mac you can go your own way because she could go her own You're way. You're letting her go. <laughs> She's yeah. going. Go ahead on your own way, Annie. I would fucking murder so to hear those recordings. I would I would too. And I looked, And one of them is me singing Jigsaw Falling Into Place by Radiohead, which is kind of a song of like paranoid love, whatever. Yes. Goes round and it and in my 17 year old insanely drunk like i'm laughing during it and i'm just going like <laughs> Dig Dig in the plane. <laughs> that's a chaotic song i'm like it's steve like... brule drunk yeah yeah it's such a good song but oh they're on their first date they're on their first date and it's then okay. my friends pick me up out mm-hmm. of the blue yeah which is like thank god for friends on a night like that right i was really suffering yeah they take me to a diner and once we're at the diner, they figure out that I am insanely drunk <laughs> and they buy me coffee and I just yeah. like start spilling it everywhere. And they're like, we got to get him out of here. He's a, he's a danger to himself. And yeah. Others. Yeah. And all these people at the diner are like staring at me oh and like God. in the, in the, mo- like, this is like so drama. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Really is. yeah. I mean, this is why I hate John Green so much because I'm like, I lived like an actual version of your. Mm, I never read. I never. I never read them either, but I saw that movie once. Mm. So, and then I threw up all over my friend's car and we cleaned it up with paper towels and stuffed (laughs) all the vomit covered paper towels in my own family's mailbox. I don't know. They were like, we ought to hide this somewhere. Your and parents support you. They're my on your mom's side. Like, I know. Oh my and my God. mom like pulls out these vomity paper towels. And she's like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know. Some teens must Some have done it. Mother. crazy rascals. Mother, the, the teens are at it again. The rascals. The rascal <laughs> muffins. I've been home just reading yeah. the books. Look, mom, I recorded music last <laughs> night. Let me hear it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, this is an awful cover of Jigsaw Falling Into Place. Oh, man. So that's who I became. That's, yeah. This is why you are the way you are now. Uh, (laughs) Which is how? Well. Which is drunk. Drunk all the time and (laughs) always perpetually drunk. I'm about to vomit. Um, No, that's like, that's interesting about you and Hunter, though. Because, I mean, like, I end up not 
continuing being friends with her. And it's not because of him. It's because of a lot of things. It's because of, like, the fact that I find out that, like, she kind of sucks. She kind of sucks. Like, I ended up finding out that they broke up. They break up. We, me and him are, like, still friends. Really? Sort of. And, like, they, like... Thank fucking God they break up. She sucks and he's great. No, I mean, I don't know. But glad you're over it. Well, (laughs) a thing that I always thought was like, if they need me to be around them so much, like they're probably not a good relationship because they really do. They'll literally be like, I was like their third, you know, (laughs) like like, unwilling third. You were like their unicorn that they didn't want to ride. Which I have been that for like a lot of people. And I don't know what it, it's like, I think, I think a part of me is just like amusing to both parties and they don't necessarily have that many friends that they both like equally. How recently were you that to somebody? Um, uh, well, I have no friends in Chicago, so probably before Chicago. I mean, I think just with any of my good friends, like any best friends in like, like from middle school to high school, it was that sort of thing. Always. The court jester. So yeah, I mean, they, they, they break up and he texts me at some point and I had like gotten off of work and he was like, let's. I can't remember if he said it or if I did, but we basically were like, let's hang out. Like, do you want to come over? And I was like, yes, yes, it is finally happening. Yes. I can't feel bad because they broke up and I'm not even friends with her anymore. I don't like her. It's fine. Um, We're in Miami, bitch. Yeah, we're in Miami, bitch. There's no rules in Miami. None. So I go over to his place and like, we're like, we're watching like old carts old old spider-man like cartoons and like shows you know spider-man the cartoon show like in a hip way or in like a nostalgic I like i don't know okay, okay. <laughs> it was funny Not and what we I were having a good i know it was weird um but we were like on the couch and it was just like i was just like when is this go- when are we go- like we're gonna make out we need to just make out like finally you know like whatever and then we do start making out <laughs> and i'm like yes and then he starts being like I don't know if we should. I'm like, you're not dating her anymore. And he's like, yeah, but I'm like, no, she's a bad person. We both know this. Here's another love mystery, okay? (laughs) Yes. No one ever fucking, before you start kissing, goes like, oh, I won't invite her over because that's what's going to happen. Or I won't kiss her. Or I won't put on something sexy like (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. Everyone lets it all happen until the kiss. And Mm -hmm. then they go, I don't know if we should do this. Why yeah. is that? Because they're on a fucking power trip. It's like yeah. fuck him. Like he invited you over. Yeah. And like, well, the thing is, like, I, I'm I'm kind of like, and and I feel and and that's why I I looked and I was trying to find uh like evidence of this, you know. And I don't think I talked about any talked about it with like any of my friends because I think I probably felt a little bit bad, even though I don't think I needed to feel bad. She kind of fucked me over as a friend. You know, like I had be, been into him for a long time. I never did anything while they were dating, you know, and it's not like she was like desperately trying to get him back or anything. She was off fucking like my good friend named Juan, <laughs> you know, oh, really? like, yeah, it's it's all tied in this weird way. Well, yeah, I don't know. Like I I didn't feel bad. Um, maybe I should have felt bad, but we I mean, I think like most, like 90% of people would respond to what you just said with like, you're overthinking it, right? Like, yeah, 
I don't know. I think that's like why you're well, probably he was a good overthinking person. It. Well, like, for sure, too. yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like the fact that you're like, I didn't care. Should I have cared? Should I not <laughs> care that I didn't care? Yeah. It's I like mean, kind of like who cares? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Pro- probably no one. He didn't answer my text. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, because um, he probably does feel like weird about it. Because I don't know. He well, was a well, weirdo. he didn't. We didn't like have sex or anything. We like we did like hook up a little bit. And then until he was, it was so annoying because he it? would be like, he'd be like, no, we shouldn't. And then we should. And then we would. And then no, stop. But Again, then like, you're really occasions. cute. Yeah. No, like that all in all one that night. night? Yeah. Oh, that's so much better that it was like <laughs> compacted. It was literally like, I remember. And the thing. Were the, you try, Were you like trying to convince him or were you just kind of just being like, well, then we'll kiss then we won't. Like, were you being like, I was just why like, didn't you just say like, you're being I a did. hypocrite. I did. If you want to do it, do it. If yeah. you don't. And I, di- I never said like. Hey, I know that you've been attracted to me for a while. Right, you know? Like I never said right. that, but I felt like it was this understanding where it's like, look, we finally get to do this thing that I think we both probably wanted to do for a long time. Um, and what sucked is that we had like really good chemistry though. It was like, this is everything I've wanted. This is yeah. great. And uh, we didn't have sex. Uh, we just like hung out. It was like a long time. It was just like fooling around. And then I left and then that was it. And then that's it. We never, I think I thought maybe. What do you call that night? Do you have like a name like the night of? This, it was a Spider-Man night. <laughs> <laughs> but we were not sh- shooting webs. That's gross. But we should not. That's not a good, that's not a funny I was joke. also going to go for a Spider-Man <laughs> joke. And yeah. then I didn't. Yeah. But I don't know. Wait, what's the, what's this a song? I just want to sing the song. What's the spider Like spider- I'm like, he's like, I'm coming. And it's like. No, that's Batman. That is Oh no, he's like, I'm coming. And it's like, Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, it was it was fun, but also very sad. And the thing is, is like I wish I could count it as like a victory. I'm like, yes, I did it. But the I don't, I know. you know. Because I Because you did it on his terms or like cause yeah. or I don't know. I think it's just like because it didn't prove to me, it wasn't like oh, bad timing, and we were meant to be together, like us two, and we had to wait, whatever. It was just like, maybe he was just attracted to me and just wanted to hook up with me because, like, that's really all that happened, you know? Whereas I've, I mean, I do think we, like, had a really good, fun chemistry and, like, we were, we connected well, you know? At least you know it wasn't because you were not hot enough, right? I, I guess. Because like, it sounds like before you were like, he was super hot and she was super hot, so I must have then not been. Well, I think it's a just syllogism. Like, Is that the word? I don't know. Or did I just put the word jizz in <laughs> the word soliloquy? Maybe. Okay. And you know what? I'm not against it. I don't know if I'm mad at him. or. Was that the first of the all of these kinds of puppy where you were the third wheel thing no i think that was actually one of the later ones oh yeah wow. so i had been through this and so while it was happening you were like i know, I know what's what, happening yeah. i'm still letting it happen but what was different was that i could tell that he was into me at least for some reason because usually the other guy like right. the guy wasn't and i was just like oh this is the only way i could spend time with you and see how great huh. and funny and nice and cool you are is That's me so being weird. your you were like a snake in the grass I was you were like, a bunny <laughs> rabbit. I was harmless because the bunny rabbit from Monty Python, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, but I mean, I wish that I could say things have changed, but like, uh, 
it is it is an unfortunate thing when it's like so much of the sadness that you feel about a person is just because you didn't get there first. You know, you didn't meet them first. You didn't whatever. Like, well, that's funny because my story is so clearly didn't. like not I was there first. You fucked up. <laughs> no. It was like if one basketball team like flew in and and got there 30 minutes before the game and I built the stadium. <laughs> With my bare hands, I know every nook and cranny of it, yeah. and still I lost by a thousand points. Yeah. It was like Wilt Chamberlain but, dunking but on you, me. But you, you guys weren't meant to be. You didn't believe in God. You yeah. were never meant to be. Yeah. But um, you're you're okay now, right? <laughs> As a person, I'm, I'm awful now. <laughs> no, you're good. How did how does uh, the thing about the uh, yeah. the un what do you call it? Like un, uh, unrealized, like potential thing mm-hmm. for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm setting this up cause I'm asking you if this is true for you yes. is like every time it happens, it builds up like plaque around your heart Yeah. until fine. And it just makes you so like, finally, when you do meet somebody who wants to like date you, you end up going like so hard. Cause I think you have like years of like, uh, yeah. in a way you're dating all of those people in this one person. Definitely. I think like, and that's like been my whole thing is that it's just like, I am already like, just if you strip me from like any experiences, you know, I've had, I'm already just like a person that like has a lot of like love to give or like affection or like, you know, wants to give someone attention like that. I'm already that person like on a molecular level. Yeah. And then you like, and then once events happen. And then it's just like, and it's it's hard to um, a it, it makes it so that w- if if I have like any instant chemistry with someone I'm like oh my god it's it's rolling I see it I see it we're gonna yeah, date yeah. I think it's gonna happen for sure even though experience should tell me that that person has a girlfriend and they do usually <laughs> um, yeah and it's like I wish I could not be as like I don't know as full of that energy. I wish there was some way to exert it somewhere else, but like there isn't. And then that's why I think like, I don't know. Um, You're like one mm-hmm. of those like shitty commercials <laughs> Thanks. where that guy is <laughs> the end. You're like one of those, sh- where like these guys are like, I've got all this love. I've got <laughs> 10 warehouses full of love and I need to get it off my trucks. Yeah, it's hard. And I just, I'm waiting to be, uh, you know, I'm waiting for like history to not repeat itself because like yeah, so far, and I think that's a good way, yeah. honestly. But well, it yeah. does, it's it, it's it does work out. The thing, the thing that is like kind of frustrating though is that it's like, I get what everyone's, I get it, like I get that you know it's gonna happen, it's like it must at some point, right? Um, and everyone's just like, you're still young, like don't worry about it, like you know you just have to wait, be patient, whatever, blah blah. I'm like yes valid points but also every single person who's like ever said that to me is someone who has like been in like monumentally more relationships and like have a very different perspective on it that's a great call out right because i'm the same way where i'm giving you this advice but the truth is i've been in like several long-term relationships and like and that's like good for you that's awesome but it's just like no but that's a good like you yeah don't, you don't know the like you haven't been in the shoes of like constant being alone you yeah. know constant yeah, loneliness yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's why i think it's like like i get why i could calm down for a second but also like 
fucking call me when uh, <laughs> this has only been your your life, you no, know? that's a good point. So um, it's fine. I'm going to try not to uh, ever speak to anyone ever again uh, until I have confirmation that they are not involved with anyone else oh. or, or um, uh, I don't know. It's fine. I'm not even looking for anything now because yeah. now I'm just like fucking fuck this place and I'm going to like leave. <laughs> but... Uh, I do think I have like some sort of a scent on me that like boys with girlfriends are like, hmm, who are you? <laughs> Let's play with your emotions for a while. That's so interesting. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, you're cursed. I am. You got the mark on your forehead. I do. How did this, how did, uh, so you end up, when do you get a girlfriend after this? Um, this is a whole other thing. A no? long time later. I mean, not till college. Mm -hmm. um, how do you, yeah. How does this play into the way that you sort of, develop from there on out so uh, when you said like what is the consequences of this like event i was like i instantly went towards like how mu much much how must this have been like a positive force in my life and then i was thinking Doesn't about it and i was like no, no it was not like not. it definitely the biggest problem is that there's no one to talk to like my best friend was the person who was causing my misery yeah so whether fairly or not so yeah you know like like in broadcast news do you, you ever see no. broadcast news well there's like a great line where where uh like the news you mean no like I know the all movie about that. where where uh aaron altman's like he's like talking to uh holly hunter who he is in love with and he's like He's like, I wish I could just call my best friend and tell her about this girl I really, really like, you know, and it's like about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you're not in love with Hunter, which I mean, maybe you are. Maybe that's what it really is. I, I was no, in I'm love with kidding. Hunter, but on a pretty like and, and I I mean I had like it was you're so hormonal in yeah. that high school that like I would I identified as bisexual by the end <laughs> of high school because yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I, I am because yeah. I'm surrounded by men all the time and like my hormones. And Half of crushes is, is just proximity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, truly. And then I got to college and I was like, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. But I was. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, so basically, the way I would... After that, I went like, okay, then who am I going to be into? Yeah. And then I got on the monkey bars where I was just swinging from one yeah. and then that would burn down or not work out or they wouldn't be interested. Or you felt like you I needed to have something to Always. fix. Always. Yeah. And I never stopped ever <laughs> like honestly until until it until, until you sway it, it, and i got into therapy yeah. and that like really helped a lot but i said that was the beginning of me just like it was like that was this pure like yeah. like upset i mean it wasn't real love but it was like this pure like thing in my life mm -hmm. and then from that point on i was just like rebound rebound i was the rebound king where like and most of these didn't actually become relationships like, yeah. i didn't actually rebound but it was just emotionally i was just like that's so target funny. locked target lost like next target yeah i have been the person that someone rebounds with like, i just did oh. three metaphors in a row <laughs> so that just did not help um, anyone are you a writer <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I wasn't bragging. I was saying that was <laughs> shitty. I just did. Three. I just fucking dunked three metaphors. Uh, yeah, I don't fuck with no simile. All right. <laughs> I did three metaphors in a row. But you you go to therapy, you figure it out. And it taught me that life, it was the first disappointing thing outside of romantic relationships. Yeah. It was the first disappointing thing to happen in my perfect white male <laughs> suburban life. Yeah. I was a very unhappy child, but not for any good any reason. reason. No, so yeah. it wasn't like disappointment. It wasn't like anything <laughs> bad happened. But it was the first time in my life. And like, you know, literally that's how 
fragile my, you know, my <laughs> ego or my masculinity was, was that a girl said she didn't like me back. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't believe in God anymore. <laughs> like no, that's man. how fucking egomaniacal no, a 17 year old white it. man is. I think it's totally valid though. I think it's totally valid. I mean, it's, it's your first, especially if it's your first, you know, your first like real dive into oh, yeah. this place. And if it doesn't fucking work out your first time, it's like, where do I fucking go from here? Yeah. Like what, how am I ever going to be a happy person? So I think it's valid. That's the whole point of this podcast is I think it's all valid and we should all complain about it and it's okay. Yeah. So. But it's hilarious. And, and also, okay, the last thing that I'll say oh, is yes. that I always since too, because I kept my sense of humor throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. partially thanks to Hunter. Yeah. Because Hunter and I were constantly like, what we're doing is insane. We should not be continuing to hang out all the time <laughs> when you're doing this. But we didn't care and we thought it was so absurd and so funny. And... That was, I think, just good for me as, like, a person to, yeah, like, live through life. But more specifically, I always find, for lack of a better word, like, cuckold stories so funny. <laughs> I love cuckold stories. Yeah. And I think it's all rooted in the fact that I lived through one and I was so <laughs> self-aware that I was living through one. No, I think it's also just, like, funny how it's, like, that... We think that what defines us is the fact that, like, I can't get a guy to be with me, right? Mm -hmm. Or, like, all the guys have girlfriends or this guy, like, used me. Mm -hmm. But to everyone else, what defines you is that you, like, you in particular, (laughs) is, like, the fact that you, like, are aware of how funny it is. Mm. And the fact that you're, like, I'm going to turn, like, in this case, like, turn this into, like, a storytelling (laughs) venue for a lot of other people to tell stories that, like, they never would tell, Mm -hmm. like me. And so... But that's you in particular, but yeah. everyone in general, it's like, these aren't unique things. No. So many people everyone have the same it. stories we just told. Yeah. But like, I think most people just don't just hate themselves for it <laughs> yeah. happening or, and that's, you know, like, that's what defines people like us to me is the well, fact that we can yeah. talk about it in this particular way. Well, Brian, thanks for telling me that my podcast is amazing and great and you love it. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> what I said. <laughs> Wait, um, we're like going over time, but I do want to cool. just like, uh, really quickly you sent a Hit lot of songs. Yeah, yeah, let's do some tunes. Oh, by the way, on this podcast, we talk about music that takes us back to when we were feeling very like a little teen and then we were just so sad. Uh, so, I mean, would you just read them to me in the order that they're? Because yes. I don't even know. Yes, I have Loopy Loopy Love by the Brunettes. Oh, oh, oh. Loopy oh. Loopy oh. Love. <laughs> oh. Play that one. That's okay. the most important one of this story. Okay, perfect. I would just put this on the computer and turn up those little monitors, <laughs> those little stack monitors, yeah. and just put my head down on the keyboard and just w- just, just wash yeah. over me. It was just like, but it I is was like so upbeat. Like, yeah, but it's so bittersweet. Yeah. All of the songs on there are upbeat. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never listen to, like, sad music, but I listen yeah. to, like, painfully bittersweet music. That was my my song that I Your leaned song. on during that. Yeah. Because I was going loopy loopy In over, lo- over love. love. <laughs> Which is like, it's really funny that I was able to accept that level of twee because I'm not that twee of a person. You say as you're wearing like a fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like. I literally look like a Wes Anderson, like something <laughs> he would really do jerk today. off to. So. Um, yeah, I. that's the thing. I, I think it's funny when... Like, I've had a lot of people have very upbeat sort of songs. For me, I'm like, oh, no, I want sad. I, I was yeah. like very, but this one, this crush is very sexy sad. So okay. we talked about the XX, XX. basic space for sure. Like mm-hmm. this shit. Wax has left me with a sign. Wouldn't know if I've been left behind. 
I'm sick in skin. The Kills I was very into in high school. Did you ever listen to The Kills? No. This is a song called Good Night, Bad Morning. And it's very like, she. it's Allison Mosshart, and I can't remember the other dude's name. She has a very sexy, sad voice. much like I'm, I'm so excited for it to rain in Miami and get really dark and thundery so yeah. I can just sit and listen to this and just like yeah that's yes what, that's yeah. another thing that came of that era for me was learning that you could like worship your own sadness mm, yes wallowing. And it like felt good but it felt bad yes wallowing is the best yeah, it was wallowing. this is when I was like okay I'll just start sitting in the shower and just letting the shower just <laughs> rain down on me and just like listen to music in the shower and just be like, mm, the world is gray. <laughs> um, I, the other, if I had to pick like one song, I put like There There by Radiohead there because mm-hmm. what my only moment of weakness mm. was when one night I posted a Facebook status of a lyric from There There, which is not really a romantic song at all, but does have the lyric, just because you feel it doesn't mean it's there. Just cause, and I yeah. posted that at like, up 1 a.m. and then deleted it like at 5 a.m. Oh, I love that. And like one friend who's like who's a night stalker of the web was like, <laughs> "Are you doing okay?" <laughs> you know, was it a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was in love. A girl with you. who I later found out had a blog about me. Yeah, she was in love with you. Is what right, I right? But I didn't see. I was to her what Andy That's was to me. That's the thing. You yeah. never know. Always, yeah. um, but of all the rest of the songs there, like I think. There's there's one I put there just because I think it is the best crush song ever. Which is which one? And it's it wasn't connected to this story, but it is just the most blissful love song, pure love song ever, other than maybe like Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> yeah. And that is Near Wild, Near Wild Heaven, Heaven by okay. R.E.M. So like, bittersweet. I've just I've been going through a thing where every time I listen to night swimming um, in public, I'm like, please don't cry. Anyways, Brian, this has been so much fun. It's over. Thank you so much for doing it. Yeah. You don't have a Twitter anymore. What the fuck? (laughs) The feek. I've got nothing to promote. I'm a pure man. No. Well, do you have any shows coming up? That's not the one tonight. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> just no hey you know what me neither oh you know what technically i have um a stand-up <gasps> showcase Ooh. i have two stand-up showcases that i'll promote okay do it right now and one is um the small bean stand-up showcase which i believe is on may 11th mm-hmm. and i'll be on that uh and that's a great uh i recently saw that? a post that's mm. oh that'll be at um jimmy bean's cafe shop that's not the name of it <laughs> I don't know what it's okay. called. Google Just it. Look it You'll up. find yeah. it. Uh, and uh, I, re- I recently saw a post for it that said that it was an all-women's stand-up showcase. <laughs> and I was like, am I still on this? And they were like, oh, yeah, I guess you are. <laughs> you're, you're the one. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the hell? Uh, and then also I'm doing a show at Cafe Mustache where I'm just producing, which is also a stand-up showcase. Um, and that'll be on June something. Look mm. for that. It's called... The New York and L.A. stand-up <laughs> showcase. That's what we're calling it. That's amazing. And there will be no producers there. Oh. And there will be no one from New York there. But it's called the New York and L.A. stand-up That's showcase. That's incredible. And look for that at Cafe Mustache as well. I June. love that. Um, 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter because I still have one because um, it's the only thing that, um, you know, I'm using my brand. Um, <laughs> at Almond Milk Hotel on Twitter. You can follow Classroom Crush at Classroom Crush on Twitter. And Do it. please rate and review and subscribe and tell your friends and uh, tell your mom. I don't know. Do she it. might like it. Uh, that's it. I tell think. Aaron Carter. Uh, it's Tell Aaron Carter. Um, cool. That's the end of the podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>